Hey there, Bless Mama. It's Kelly, and I have a special guest today. I'm so incredibly excited to welcome my friend, Bree Schumacher, to the show. We are excited to dive into today's episode, and you're going to have so many good nuggets about midlife and things that sometimes as women we go through. So I'm so happy to have my friend Bree here today. But before we dive into this episode, I just have to tell you a cute, funny little story about how Bree and I met. You're going to hear a little bit about her background, but about, we're recording this in October and May, Bree's oldest son, Brady, and my oldest daughter, Brinley, were in eighth grade, and they went to the eighth grade dance together, and we were doing pictures beforehand, and we were having pictures at our house, and then Bree and her husband walked in, and we instantly connected. There were a lot of families there that day, but it was so cool to instantly connect with Bree. And then after she left, we stayed connected. We got connected on social media, a reason I love social media so much, because real-life connections can, can blossom and stay connected online, and then you really get to know people. As the summer went on, Bree and I became friends. We went on walks. We're doing lunch dates with girls now. And it's just been so fun. You meet those people in life and you're like, you're you're my kind of girl. You're my kind of person. And that's how I have felt from the moment that I met Bree. And it's so funny because before I even met her, my daughter was like, you're going to love his mom. And so she already had high expectations walking in. So I'm so excited. A little bit about Bree. Bree Schumacher, she's a mom of three boys. Three boys, y'all. It is a busy, busy house, and she loves to travel the world. Her family travels. They have adventures, a ton of incredible family field trips. Bree is a lifelong entrepreneur and such a cool and inspirational thing. She actually took a $500 loan and turned it into a seven-figure business that she successfully ran for 19 years. She's also a speaker, a leader, a midlife enthusiast, and she hosts her very own podcast, Seize Your Midlife Podcast, which I hope you will go and follow and subscribe to her podcast so you don't miss an episode of it. But today we're really going to talk about women who are in their midlife or approaching them. So if you're not in your midlife right now, I promise you, do not stop. You're going to want to listen to this because you're going to be heading there sooner than you would like. So um, Brie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself and before you entered into the midlife, uh, a little bit about your family and and just introduce yourself. I'm so excited to have you today. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. And um, you did such a good job in my introduction. You kind of stole my thunder. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am a mom of three boys. It's funny because I never imagined myself as a boy mom. I had all the like pink baby furniture picked out and everything, um, but it is a fun fast-paced life being a boy mom. And um, I moved from Illinois to Wisconsin, the middle of my junior year of high school, and began what I call as my Wisconsin like love affair. Um, love Wisconsin with all my heart. And that is where I started my business that you um, mentioned, which was a Spanish school for kids um, in both Wisconsin and Minnesota, where we served thousands of kids, um, teaching them Spanish at a young age. And um, like you said, I grew that business from this $500 loan to a seven-figure business. And it really was my first baby and my first like just 
absolute love. I loved it so much. I woke up every single Monday morning excited to go to my office, which you know, that's such an amazing feeling when you find your purpose, you step into your purpose, how that happens. Um, and yeah, I am a, a lifelong entrepreneur and traveler. Um, I think people that know me are usually surprised to find that I would choose to travel to a third world country and like ride chicken buses and eat tacos off the street than like stay to Ritz Carlton, you know, somewhere in Florida. Um, I am an adventurer um, and gypsy soul by nature. And it's funny that you said the word field trip because field trips are my love language. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit about me, but I think kind of where the story of midlife and kind of what we're going to talk about today begins is that um, my in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I was literally sitting at my annual meeting with my company um, and that shifted my company, but also at the same time, we were making plans to move from Wisconsin to South Carolina after living in the same house, um, for 14 years. And when I get down here, it felt like a vacation. Um, anybody that's lived here knows it feels like a vacation. Um, but after about six months, I really was struggling. I would call it a midlife crisis. I started just saying to myself, like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Like, is this it? Um, and just also realizing like I couldn't do my business the way I had. So I had sold my business to somebody that had worked for me for over 14 years. Um, so it was in good hands, but then I was left with just me and really lacking an identity because my identity, I realized, was so tied up in my career and my company, so much so that when people ask me what I did, I would say I used to. And so that is where this interest in midlife was born because when I started talking to other women and my friends and saying like, hey, I'm really saying like, is this it? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? And everyone around me was like, yes, and yes, and yes. Like everyone was saying they were feeling the same, that I was not alone. And so that's where this interest in midlife really started. It's so relatable, Brie. I mean, so many people can relate to that, um, feeling lost. And sometimes I don't even think like it can happen sooner, the earlier part of midlife, right in the middle, or even in the later part. It just, um, it's so relatable. I think almost every single woman goes through that at some point. So we were talking and one of the things that you said that struck me so much was like midlife is the second puberty. And it struck me because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so true. Not only physically, but like just emotionally and mentally. And there's so many women that struggle with this age. And I love that you have the courage and the power to, to really talk about it because, you know, it's not something that a lot of people talk about it. And you have an entire podcast that is dedicated to helping and serving midlife women and their stories. Um, I would really love to, to hear really like your top three things, like a little bit that you're, that's helping you during this time of your life? Yeah. I mean, first of all, just to kind of go back to, you know, you're talking about like this midlife and where everyone's kind of at in the second puberty. Um, I mean, literally, physically, we are going through something similar to puberty and that our hormones with Mary perimenopause are going crazy. Um, also, there's even scientific studies that show that 47.2 
is the least happy in a woman's life. Um, it's this U-curve of happiness. And that is the most reflective time in a woman's life. We've spent all this time till now building um, a life for ourselves. And now we're at the top of the hill. You know, you always heard like over 40, you're over the hill. But I think of it as we're at the top of the hill. And we're looking down at the other side and saying, okay, what's next for me? And we're wondering, is there still time for me? Because we still want to make an impact. And so I think it's really important to just set the stage that if you've been feeling this way, that you are not alone, that there are literally biological and psychological reasons why you're feeling this way. And yet, even though it is the second puberty, nobody talks about it. We didn't get like the second sex ed, right? Like, um, this is, this is it. We're kind of doing it on our own. And Nobody talks about a female midlife crisis. I think when we picture a midlife crisis, we picture a man in a sports car with like a young girlfriend, um, you know, driving into the sunset without his family. Um, Nobody talks about what a, a woman's midlife crisis looks like. And so I think if you are in that place of feeling like midlife malaise or like blah, that you, it's important to just say you're not alone. Um, but Kali, your question of like what kind of I did to get out of this feeling and what I would share as far as tips to those of you listening. Yeah, three things I think is really the foundation for doing that. And the first one is get quiet. Even when I had my business, I would say to myself, no great idea was born in an office. Um, and no great idea is born in the midst of your busy life. And if you are listening, I guarantee you are busy. Um, And so if you can carve out time for yourself, even if it's only 15 minutes to let your mind wander and to imagine. Um, Kelly, I think your story of the recovery from your brain tumor, where you talked about being in the silence and in the dark and in the quiet for 23 hours a day and how that led you to the life that you have now and that you wouldn't have gotten there if you didn't have that quiet is such a testament to the power of quiet and letting our minds wander and imagine. And so, and the, and let the voice come to you, your own voice telling you where your path should be. So I think that's number one. Number two, and I think as women, we are by nature kind of perfectionists, right? So we think, oh, I have this idea, but it's not perfect. Or we, I have this idea, but there's the, there's the con list and there's the this. And we make kind of, I don't hate to use the word excuses because I think this is, this is human nature and especially so in women to just get kind of like paralyzed. But I just want to say, just start, just start doing something Moving in the direction, um, I think we put a huge, like, big thing on our shoulders when we say, what's my purpose? That's too big of a question. So instead, if we say, what's my next purpose? What's my next move? It makes it a lot easier to just move in that direction. And the truth is, a lot of times it's our mistakes, quote unquote mistakes, that lead us to where we're supposed to go. So even if you start something and you're like, yeah, no, this wasn't for me, you learn something. So just get started. Just explore your interests and moving in a direction. It doesn't have to be the perfect direction. 
And then the third piece, which I think is so important and part of why we kind of are reflecting so much is that at this time in our lives, we really do kind of recognize that, you know, even though we have more of our adult lives to live in the future than we have to this point, which is kind of crazy to think about, um, that there is a limited time. And so living your life with a sense of urgency, with a zest is so important. And Kelly, your story and other women that I have listened to, um, you know, through my podcast, a lot of times it takes that health care or life change or some big altering thing for a woman to go, no, I've got to make a change. I've got to start living my life differently. And I just encourage people to not wait for some sort of dramatic wake up call, but to instead live your life like your time is running out. I think that that really gives us an energy to just reframe our days so that they don't become so monotonous, which is so easy in midlife. Wow. So powerful. Um, I just live your life with that sense of urgency. Um, There are so many lessons in this. And, you know, Brie, I can't help but think that getting quiet, just starting, living your sense every single day with that sense of urgency. What if we even took those and not only applied them to our life, but even took it a step further and applied those to our family life and to our friend's life and, you know, our children, all different sorts of things. And, and, and it takes practice. I know like getting quiet, like it feels uncomfortable to be quiet and to force yourself to go and be with you in your own mind. It is really scary for, for people at, at maybe this point of their life, right? So it's not sometimes always comfortable, but it is so worth it. I definitely have, have been through that. And I think a lot of times, like you said, when, when people do go through things, like all the incredible women you have interviewed on your podcast, when they do go through things, they, life does change and they do want to do things differently. And so you're listening today and you, thank goodness, hopefully have not had something traumatic like that happen. Listen to these, listen to these tips and apply them. Don't wait on, you know, a forcing to, to have to apply something like that. So I love those. Bria, I have to ask you if you could go back and tell your old self like one thing before, you know, before moving, before really going through this midlife crisis and learning, you know, to get quiet and to start and live with that urgency. If you could tell yourself one thing, what would you tell her? What would you tell that old you? Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think I would probably say stop looking at what you haven't done and start celebrating what you've done. I think that especially in this era of like social media where people's lives are so curated or what they're putting out to the world is so curated that a lot of times we feel bad. We're like, oh, but I haven't done enough or I don't look good enough or my marriage isn't perfect enough or my kids are struggling and everyone else's kids look perfect. I think if we can look at our lives and celebrate what we've done and even go so far as to make a list, um, I did like a little workshop with my friend Shannon Salentine where she we went through um, our calendar month by month and wrote down the things that we did. And you will just give yourself like a pat on the back when you're like, oh my God, in this year, I did all these things. And then I think you just feel better about yourself and you stop feeling like I'm not enough. I think it's just a really good, a good tip 
for anybody, whether it's you're looking at your current self or your past self. Oh my goodness. What a great thing to do. I have never heard that before. I'm so glad you shared that. Um, it is so true. What a good, just a good reflection thing, right? Um, one of the things that somebody, I don't even know where I heard it, Brie, but one of the things that we instituted in our family in 2021, uh, we do a morning routine where we sit down and, and do devotion and journal. And I've kind of taught my girls that this is the way we're starting our mornings. And we started putting like something we're grateful for or a prayer request or something in a jar. And at the end of the year, we read it. But this is like a step further because this is self-reflective. I mean, I w- I'm going to go do this. This is on my to-do list. If you're listening, what Bree just said is so impactful and it will make you so, I can, I can think like, oh my gosh, how proud are you going to be of yourself going back and looking because you're spot on. We, we are very hard on ourselves. So I love that you all, if you go and do this, make sure that you tag um, Brie, we're going to share, share how you can get in touch with Brie, but also tag bless mama bosses underscore on Instagram. We'd love to be able to shout you out when you do this. Um, great tip. I love that so much. So I'm so grateful that you shared all of these things, Brie. I know so many listeners are going to want to get connected with you and connect with you on social, but also listen to your podcast. Will you share a little bit about how people can get connected and stay connected with you? Yeah, I would love that. So my podcast is Caesar Midlife, and it's on all the podca- podcast platforms, Apple, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, everything. Um, so definitely once a week, um, we release an episode. So I'd love to have you there. It feels like a conversation, kind of like your podcast does, Kelly, um, which I love. And um, on social media, on Instagram, um, it's Caesar Midlife and Facebook, Caesar Midlife. Um, and then from there, you know, you can always find my, my personal pages too, but I would love to connect with any women in the middle of midlife or on the brink of midlife. Cause I know I have a lot of listeners that are also on the brink of midlife. And I think doing the work in advance to get yourself set up is really important because midlife, it is something that I don't think you expect. You don't expect it to hit you the way it hits you. A hundred percent. And you guys, all of those um, the link to seize your midlife, Instagram, Facebook, we'll have those linked in the show notes. So you can just pop down on whatever you're listening and click on the link. Also, we're going to have a link in there for where you can opt in to receive emails and keep in touch via email, um, with Bree. She just had an incredible women's retreat, uh, just last month. And I know we'll be having some incredible things that you'll want to be included on her email list and so make sure that you opt in for that. And so you can stay connected with her there as well. And Bree, what a pleasure. Thank you so much for spending time this morning and just grateful, um, grateful to hear your story and have our listeners, uh, hear your story as well. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you invited me on the show. It was so fun. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. You guys, we hope you have an incredible day and make it a great day for others. And we'll see you on the next episode.